Hello, folks, and welcome to a brand new episode of Beyond This Earth for February 5th, 2022. It's episode 13, season 3. And on this episode, there's the Spotify versus the 60s WNKZ Wars. What is really going down? Spotify versus Bandcamp. And what does Whoopi Goldberg have to do with all this? It is all connected to free speech. Something is going down in Ukraine, and the Ukraine president says they're not invading. But the United States is continuing to say that Russia aggression is coming. Who is telling the truth? And what type of craziness is the American media talking about when it comes to Putin and his skin color? And a major announcement for this particular show, which is going to be absolutely huge. Plus, the news you miss is the space station days numbered, other particular news, and even more upcoming announcements. All this and more on today's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond Deserve, episode 13 of season 3. Novin Hollaback here, that's Hollaback! Man. We got a lot to discuss. It has to do with Spotify, Joe Rogan, Neil Young... And all the rest are leaving Spotify because of what is going on with the world event crisis. There are a lot of things concerning with this world event crisis. And the events that have taken place since that particular situation. That needs to be understood and and really be taken hold especially with the concept of who is leading, who is not leading, who is a part of this, who is against one, who is against the other. Because I think this has come to a point where an inflection point has taken place and you're not seeing the things that people are seeing. And ultimately, it comes down to who do you really belong to and who is this who is this country for, ultimately? So one of the things that I need to start off with is Neil Young, due to interviews that have taken place, especially with the Dr. Malone interview, and other particular interviews of that nature made a decision to remove his works from Spotify. This later became a clarion call against Spotify. India removed her stuff out. We now hear that Barbara Streisand has moved the same, all in protest and trying to get Joe Rogan out. Joe Rogan had had some issues, especially with the LGBT community, more in the T side, concerning interviews that he had with those that disagree with 
the transitioning phase of those that are transgendered women and should and all those other things the bathroom issue that we discussed last week concerning with the Loudon student that did a sexual rant that did uh, a sexual assault against three students three female students and issues concerning with women's sports and a lot of the other things as well rights certain things who should they date all the rest of it Spotify in one sense favored Rogan and one of the things that Rogan did was to try and empathize with them and then the thing sort of lowered down for a bit but now especially with this particular thing in the COVID-19 misinformation thing that is going around concerning this they believe that Rogan who had embarrassed Sanjay Gupta from CNN embarrassed him and got information from Mr. Malone Robert Malone who was pretty much the guy who in Invented the mRNA technology that allowed this particular treatment to go ahead and other and other doctors That in those six hours actually 12 and a half hours of interviews Neil Young and others felt that he Joe Rogan is getting towards a nail in the in a, 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 the third rail of this particular thing that why should they trust a guy who's pretty much a UFC dude all the rest of these things pretty much a guy who's basically not smart all the rest of it why is everybody talking to him and and then with the whole Jordan Peterson dang and his and those particular things that have taken that have shown up why are we going to continue to support this guy? Why did they we need to get we need to get him off the airways We need to get him out there out of there before I even had to take another dime from Spotify as it were And then this opened up a whole sort sort of the things because the Supreme not not the Surgeon General as Spotify to you know censor the dude and now Other people from the White House are saying it's time for Spotify to teach you to do or at least suspend him for Misinformation When the government is telling the private company to erase a dude because of misinformation What does that remind you of? The bad old days in the 1980s when everybody was trying to get the government to start censoring things from heavy metal due to the satanic panic and in certain terms what is going on what has happened in the 1990s with rap music see Dolores Tucker the whole nine yards of all of it I asked the question and I'm going to keep asking this question was C. Dolores Tucker right and if no one can give me a straight answer, there's nothing we can discuss about that issue. Then y'all better tell me 
why was this music made? And what alternatives, if there are any, did you propose in order to entertain the masses in a manner that you wish that they want to be entertained by? No one has given me the answer for it. So everybody's joking on this particular issue. And the jokes are starting to get to becoming serious concerns. They're no longer jokes, they become serious concerns about free speech. A lot of people are starting to see their heroes, especially with this particular vaccine. as they weren't heroes at all. That they were playing games. That they were doing the nonsense that they were doing. That they were pretty much a part of an establishment or an coming establishment or the entrance of the new establishment back when they were younger that were coming up and trying to change all these particular things. Where it was through the movements that took place in the 1960s, some of them commandeered as we're beginning to start to realize through the sexual revolution of the 1960s and many particular things of that nature. And they turned out that they were only heroes to a point. That when it came to these particular issues where it comes to liberalism and trying to get people into these particular things and where it comes to the um, treatments and all the rest of it just to get better and that day, the treatments are not working. And the evidence is starting to come up and these same people that were on Joe Rogan are now talking to these senators and now it's called Cover your ass. We got to get out of here. And the argument is, do we have free speech, especially when it came to this particular issue? It's not just Joe Rogan in trouble. It's Whoopi Goldberg. Not so much connected to these particular issues in turn, but connected to something that I mentioned about the book Mouse and what I stated earlier that the book was being looked over for nudity and other particular things that this book should not be for eighth graders that another book dealing with the same issues should be for eighth graders, which was the main argument of this. The media called it book burning because it's replacing one book with what they consider they're banning that book, per se, and they are going to replace it with another book, but they never said that it's going to replace with another book. As it, as it turns out, but they will do an investigation, all the rest of it. 
the media and a lot of liberals said they're book burning, basically, because they're replacing one, they're replacing something that de- that is deemed to be suitable. Now everybody looking back saying maybe we need to take a look at this again because of other particular things and not necessarily in the message. And we might have to replace it with another particular thing that doesn't have those fluidity, but it's able to say the same particular things in that nature. They will replace it with another book. They will replace it with another book. They automatically say this book burning. Well, Goldberg in a recent episode of The View stated that it wasn't just race. It was white people fighting against other white people. She didn't re-mention the comments after people got offended by this, especially a lot of Jewish Americans who are going through a lot of anti-Semitism issues and ongoing, especially with one that happened just a couple of weeks before Mrs. Goldberg put out that made that statement a few days ago from this recording. After she made that statement and everybody said, sorry, things thought it was going to be over. ABC News that now runs The View decided that she's suspended for two weeks on that particular statement. Which she clarified that statement. All this because people wanted to wanted to see the book and see if it's worthy to be shown to students talking about this particular thing, which opened up a lot of bad wounds, especially with it being in Tennessee, a Southern state, a lot of Catholics, a lot of Christians, Bible Belt, and it seems that the disconnect between rural, Southern, and the Northerners are raging up again. And some people are using it to their own aggrandizement. Some of it are being used to showcase the hypocrisy of the left, the purity spirals that the left go through in order to reach to the point where everything is pure or there is such a thing as a pure liberal and all the rest of these things. I'm going to make this really, really clear. I'm not going to the Spotify thing in a moment. And I really want y'all to really think about this deeply. If, especially a lot of you liberals who may disagree with me on a lot of things. Everybody knows Bandcamp, right? Yeah, I remember, people remember Bandcamp. The liberals that were in the know begged and I did mean bag somebody in venture capitalist firms to at least give some sort of money monetary things all the rest of it to Bandcamp over Spotify because they felt that Bandcamp paid the artists more, which they may have. And 
Not one venture capitalist firm looked at it, cared about it, felt it was this to any other, was too quaint, did not have the looks, did not have the UI, could not be done in a mobile format, all the rest of these things. And they felt, look, Spotify is free, this and the other, people can pay, we can have a subscription service, it can ample, it can grow into bigger and greater things. Now, a situation has come up where, let's be fair, to the artists here, they are complaining and leaving Spotify. Spotify doesn't pay a lot compared to Bandcamp. And now, all this have come to place where in the future, in order to at least make it fair, if Spotify and Bandcamp were going to succeed, then at least that Bandcamp was going to be more popular than Spotify in many different ways. And they never even got the chance. So a lot of liberals, when it comes to these particular cases, this thing became much worse because Spotify was able to gain the market share during the period that Bandcamp and Spotify were at the same place. And they gained that market share through the deals that they made with Sony Music and Universal and Warner Chappelle and Warner Music and other particular places of that nature. And all the 360 deals that came around and all of it. And they were helping Spotify. Up to the point that Spotify reached the point where they can start buying these particular ad people connected to their distribution platform, which they later buy Anchor, which, you know, brings about beyond this earth. But all of this could have been mitigated if people supported, if the VC company supported Bandcamp and the investors, angel investors, and all the rest of it supported Bandcamp. So many times the liberals have so many opportunities to close down a lot of the issues that they're now suffering through. And every time when they reach those particular points, they always continue to fail. And these are one of the reasons why they're starting to lose the grasp overall when it comes to entertainment that they used to have even six years ago. It's partly the reason why Microsoft has to buy Activision. Why Sony got to buy Bungie? Cause they do not have the people and they don't have the mind share and they don't even have the mandate of heaven in a fan base setting and getting all these fan bases to join into new IPs and all and whatnot. And they don't even have the people to create new IPs, ultimately. And the new IPs that they want to bring about will fail 10 times, 100 times 
out of 100, the failure rate is almost 97%. And it comes to a point where the only thing they have is nostalgia and they need to repackage this nostalgia in a cybernetic in a cybernetic substrate which you can call it the metaverse if you want to call it in that particular sense i call it second generation uh for fourth generation second life and second generation home and all this rest of this bullshit that they already did But it reached that point where they had to create a one-step or at least a two-step real world then connect the real world connected to metaverse world or virtual world that where they can create a certain way of putting oh this is the first tier and this is the second tier and you gotta play for the second tier and all the rest of it and do what have you. That's where we're headed towards. You can say transhumanism's a part of it. Let it be that as it may. But every time the liberals keep making these particular things happen, they continue to lose. Every single time. Every time. And the biggest reason while Neil Young and others are leaving Spotify is that they're trying in a Christoxian effort to prop up a feeling neo-liberal worldview as we're seeing in Canada. Trudeau ran away. Call it what it is. He ran. He, he's hiding somewhere in a hidey hole somewhere with his family and his disappointed wife who was with him when he was boxing. Remember that 60 Minutes thing when they were interviewing Trudeau and he was going to be the liberal mega star of the world all the rest of it he was going to be second obama new obama white obama they called him white obama y'all people full shit this is when jason demarco starting to see all you liberals are full shit thank god praise god praise god even though he's an atheist, he's starting to see you fucking liberals at full shit. Praise God. Shit. Anyway. That being said. Trudeau could have just stood like a man and say, we made a mistake. We're going to do some more research. We're going to lessen the thing in two weeks. Go home. 
We're going to end the mandates right now. Go home. I take the loss. No. He runs away like a bitch. He runs towards the answers. He made a bad bet. Come on. He made a bad bet. Run. It's the truckers. They're coming to get us. And then he speaks like it's a drama show. Like his forever, the drama club at a major metropolitan magnet high school for drama. He's a drama kid. And he said, what about the ancient? What about them? What about all this? You know the truckers are this way and that way. A bunch of high school dropouts make a whole Man who got educated run away? You a bitch, Trudeau. Why are you a bitch? I never fought the Canadians said, hey, I fought the Canadians were, you know what? But it seems a little bit of the hockeyism. They got that hockey in them. And I knew it was gonna come out. They got that John Dontarium. They got the Dontarium. And they said they had enough and we going to get this motherfucker Trudeau. This ain't shit motherfucker named Trudeau. We got this motherfucker. And Trudeau ran like a bitch. He ain't his father. His father stood up to the Quebecians. He said, come get me, bitch. Trudeau ran like a bitch. If you people don't vote this man out, you are in bigger trouble with me than you did. I, I, listen to me. I respect a trucker that put his foot down and said, we take, we're taking him out. I respect that. I don't respect people that come up and said the truckers are destroying free speech. But Canada is pretty much basically nearly the same concerning free speech. Unless majority of it is liberal and all the rest of it. Huh? Come on, folks. Look at what is going on. When Canada said they had enough. They basically said in the mandates. We ain't going nowhere. Where are you, Trudeau? Bitch! Much weakness, this Trudeau man. Much weakness. No strength. No call the animal. No call the animal. Too weak. Much weak. Many such cases. Many such cases. The Americans want to join in the party. I say, okay. Learned a lesson. They're going to play you. They already know. They can't do much in Canada, but boy. Much difficult in, the, in America, especially what happened after Jan, January 6th. Many much difficult. But here what here's what it is. Nothing happened in Ottawa. They're just standing there in Parliament Hall. Just waiting for something to happen. And similar things are happening all over the world. The media isn't going to talk about it. Because here's the 
sad thing that I'm going to tell you now, connected to this media, that a lot of people are not seeing, but you're going to listen very carefully. On FTV Live, which is a site that deals with the news media, local media in particular, who's hired, who's fired, and all the rest of it. And we're going to talk about Zucker in a minute. The man that kept failing upwards until he failed to disclose that he was bonking his senior vice president, who we knew for 20 years and helped cover up some of the other sexual dalliances that they had back in the day with other particular co-workers. I'm talking about Matt Lauer, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm. I want to, I want to, I want to tell you guys something. And I think you need go and look at the recent news items. I just posted it on the descriptions on CBS's changing of their name of CBSN to CBS Streaming Network. CBS News Streaming Network, mind you. About the announcement that Peacock is allowing their local stations to do their local streams of their broadcast on Peacock. And what they're also non-geo, not geo locked. It's non-geo, it's not geo locked. And then ABC during the same. Also, they're doing an NBC News Now and an ABC News 24-7, which they call ABC News Now. Similar to what they're doing with CBS. So every single station that they own, which is 10 for CBS, 13 for, it's 13 for CBS, 13 for NBC, and about 16 for ABC. All of them have local streaming news services. This is not on top of Newsy, which recently debuted on Over the Top and streaming. This is not including News Nation, which might be expanding if CBS and Time Warner or Warner Time Warner Brothers Discovery, as they will be food. Will be called in the future decides to move on and give the CW to Nextstar, which then will make a decision on do they do a newscast at 630 and get and start stealing people from CBS, which the majority of a lot of the Nextstar stations are CBS. Because what I'm hearing is, is that CBS's newest um, news director wants to tart up the news. And they are closing down or severely limiting their local, I mean, their international, um, their international bureau, such as in London. They're cutting it down by at least 25%, possibly more. And you're seeing all of these stations, Newsmax, ONN. Some of them are being cut off because of some of the network. ONN, all the rest of it. 
Fox News, Fox News expansions with Fox Weather and and the Fox News Nation, and then CNN Plus, and then all these all of these news entities, all expanding. Yet none of them are talking about the protests that are going all over the world, or maybe giving a little bit of a small snippet that only lasts about three and a half, well, two, maybe 30 seconds. Everywhere! There's almost, you cannot believe, believe me when I say this. There's almost nine, nine hundred streaming news services in the United States, individually, in different cities. And they only give a little bit to what's going on in Canada and all the rest of these things. And what's going on in their own city. Then you all tell me that you are really informed? You got rid of Scott Pelley. David Muir and George Stephanopoulos were fighting for almost a year during this pandemic. Jeff Sucker was bonking his senior vice president and we wouldn't have known about it because Sucker was running interference trying to tell Andrew Cuomo what to say during this particular pandemic making him better than he was actually was. Only Fox News reported the story about what's going on in the nursing care si issues, both in Pennsylvania and in New York. And this was already and already found on Twitter. And didn't Robert Malone say that Thurston Reuters was pretty much the main people that are starting the bans on Twitter concerning all of this? So many news entities, so many connections, so many, all of these things. And yet you're still dumb as fuck. And yet people are still dumb as fuck. And now they want to get rid of Joe Rogan. Yet you have all these news sources all over the damn place. And they don't even tell you half of the shit that's happened in your city and in your town concerning this particular virus. Concerning all of these particular things, unless it's that 90 minute section that they have every day in the major metropolitan cities with their major network with their major stations owned by the major networks. And all the newspapers, what about them? Where about their resources? When all of this is gone, and it's hard to find the truth. And then they go and see Malone talking to Rogan. And then and then Malone start talking about all these other things that happened with Pelosi and all the rest of it. And the news just turns it around and says, this is what he says, or they don't even mention it at all. Or we have to wait two weeks before it comes out and then it's 
distributed in that particular sense. What are y'all doing? It's a shame and it's a sham. And people really need to see it for what it is. We'll be back in our second segment with another thing the media is missing and it has to do with the Ukrainian, Ukraine and Russia's tone of aggression. But the president of Ukraine is saying, what the hell's going on? There's no movements going around. We'll find out. And a lot of the crazy shit these newspapers are saying about Russia and especially what Volch and others are saying about this particular issue coming up next on Beyond This Earth. We'll be back right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Novit back here. What's going on in Ukraine? To be honest with you, it's been a whole lot of craziness since 2014 when Ukraine lost Crimea and Crimea became what many people consider disputed territory. I don't want to spend too much on it, but right now, United States and the D and the Department, the Secretary of well, the Department of Defense and the Department of State are all stating the following that Russia has been beginning the processes of a possible invasion and that there will be a false flag attack that will be coming soon that will affect the Ukrainians in such a way that certain things will lead into a war. The Ukrainian president in several interviews has stated that we do not see this Russian aggression coming about. We don't think that this Russian aggression is going to happen anytime soon. Uh, the United States, we're trying to calm down the United States and saying, don't go after this and all the rest of it. This pretty much goes back to the basic treaties that they had back in the 1980s concerning Ukraine. Ukraine gave up its nuclear arsenal and Russia pretty much stated to NATO and specifically the United States that Ukraine should not be a part of NATO because it interferes in the whole thing with Russia and its borders in particular. Russia has stated that the people around Donbass and other particular areas on the west of Kiev, in the west of Kiev, if I'm, I'm right, are going to have been discriminated against and then there's other issues concerning with Ukraine and its issues with its politics, as it were. The U.S. has now committed about 300 troops going into Eastern Europe. Some of them are in Germany, others are in Poland, 
and a few are in Romania. And so in that particular sense, they're beefing up the sources and the resources. And we are figuring, and we're not sure what Putin or the United States next move is going to become in the next couple of weeks. I do not expect anything close to an invasion, but this these are the years of surprises in Europe is has been a tinderbox. It's starting to become a tinderbox, especially with what happened with the migrants and uh, with the migrants in Belarus and their particular issues with that. And so you have China and all these other particular things as well. An interesting thing that I recently heard concerning with Putin in particular is that Dan Pena, Daniel Pena, who is a an extremely important man in business, in my estimation, has stated that Bitcoin was created by Putin and this was a way to destroy the Western economic world. That there is still aspects of communism being played and that he created Bitcoin about seven or eight years ago using that alias and all the rest of these things in order to destroy the Western market. I have a feeling that he might have a case. I have a feeling. I'm not I'm not saying the case is a full case, but I'm feel have a feeling that there may be certain elements of that particular cryptocurrency that may have been influenced by certain Russian entities that may have been connected to Putin. I'm not going to go as far as saying that he was fully involved with it, but I don't think Pena is wrong. I don't think so. I don't think he's fully wrong on that aspect. But what I will not tolerate ultimately is the U.S. media creating the Russian goblin once again and this absolutely insane article from the Washington Post. I'm not going to read it, basically, but Yasha Levine posted this a couple of uh, yesterday from this recording. And one glance at it and the certain quotes of it, and you begin to understand why I complained just now in the first segment. The news media has grown exponentially. Now with online and all the rest of it. Now with all the new technologies and now with expanded newscasts and all the rest of these things. And you're still not learning anything about the world. Even with all these newscasts that are coming around, all the resources, all the interviews, you still don't understand what the fuck is going on. Now they put in the sense of saying that Putin is touching his skin and he doesn't understand that he's white. 
all sorts of nonsense coming from these people, the Washington Post in particular. And yet he still has a job. Not only that, something of the nature of another article that, no, an actual an actual radio, then we have to talk about that. Uh, an article that pretty much stated, we gotta stop the Russians. We have to starve them. If we don't starve them, Putin will not listen to us. And was repeated by the Pred Vouch saying that, look, you know, in this particular instance here, we got to starve the Russians. We got more money than these motherfuckers. We got this then the other thing than these motherfuckers. They only got natural gas. We gotta starve them and make sure that this shit don't happen so we cannot be bullshitting on this motherfucker and Putin will start pissing his pants. You think Putin's afraid of you, motherfucker? Especially you who married some fat ass bitch as a wife? You you a clown, Vouch. You a real clown. But to create a monster called Russia that the U.S. media has done. It's tantamount to hypocrisy. Remember the whole Russian achism? The achism of Russia? Russia achism turns out to be a whole ass lie. Not one person who started the lie, who made the lie go through and all the rest of it, not one person got fired, got released, said sorry, the whole nine yards, not one person. Steel dossier was a fluke, was a lie, everything. Not one person left. Not one. Not one. It's a shame. An absolute shame. This leads into a very testy question by an AP reporter who has been one of the AP reporters that have been pretty much asking about wars and all the rest of these things, interesting questions. And they asked one of the people that worked in the DLD department of state, DLD, I mean, department of state, state department. He is their press guy. He pretty much asked the question. Do you have any evidence? And he pretty much said, I just told you the evidence. The evidence is right there. I just spoke the evidence. Do you have actual con concrete evidence? Well, we can't tell you about that evidence because that evidence is this. Are you doing the yellow cake thing? This does not have to do with yellow cake. We're focusing on the question. I just told you they're going to plan an invasion very soon. Do you have the actual evidence? No, bro, 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 what, 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 what is this, bro? Stop playing this game. Are you part of the Russian thing or something? I'll give you a link to that. But once I watch this thing, this 
childish ranting by the press, not by the pre by the guy who's doing the 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 press the speech, and he's being asked questions. This childish temper tantrum from a man who should have known better. It was a sickening display. Very sick. I think one of the reasons why we're seeing all this is that yes, there's an element of wag the dog. There's an element of it. Because all the Ukrainians are saying, look, Biden, there ain't nothing there, Biden. Biden, there ain't nothing to there. What are you doing? What is, what are we doing? We know that we self-destructive, but this time they're not moving. They're just moving it. Look, 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 brah, brah, they're going to attack. The United States is saying, they're going to attack, huh? They're going to attack. They're attacking. And they come up and say, look, I don't see no movements here. You're not blind. I'm not blind. I'm sending my troops, bro. I'm saying my troops. I'm saying my troops. But sir, everything is safe in my country. I know what's going on. No, you don't, bro. No, you don't. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Come on. Come on, bro. I got you. I got you. And everybody's saying, what's going on? There ain't nothing going on. Why is he sending troops there? They just moved a couple of things around. What's going on? It's not enough for an invasion. So people are working 24 hours a day trying to find out, oh, the false flag is about to start. A little bit of swag the dog. We have to admit that to be clear. We really have to admit that. But some of this ultimately is something that a Twitter user, I call him the Peckerwood, talked about the Cold War in 1991 and 1991 and the fall of the what was the communist empire in 1989, once the Berlin Wall fell, and then everything else fell into place within the next two years. And the busybody work that our intelligence agencies have been doing since 1989. He made a very interesting subjoke that America always wanted Slovakia. Now I'm just gonna say this is kind of like somewhat of a personal history of this. I don't usually talk about it, but when I was in, when I was the younger lesson and all the rest of it, and in high school and all the rest of it, I used to. See a lot of Russian girls, and they had pretty teeth. 
and they they, they had that but it didn't matter if they if they were beautiful and they had pretty teeth a lot of boys used to talk to them you know they talked to them in that certain language in that certain way you know there's some dude who met with certain russian girls they're mostly in the north in the city i live in Norvis, what you call and i'm kind of dating myself here Dude, a lot of them were jewish so be that as it may and a lot of them dealt with a lot of the young boys there they got with them all the rest of it and they they have relationships and whatnot and they tend to be you know cutesy you know so in a way the pecker word talks about savatnya in that particular sense that they always wanted russia the savatnya was something about savatnya's teeth how it is perfect not too whitish it doesn't blind people's eyes and, and you know something to the sense that oh this is trump trump married this woman this woman's loyal that sort of thing she's beautiful they don't have the same hang-ups as other as other uh as the northern europe the united states and others have that eastern europe doesn't have the same hang-ups with women that women have if you got the money and all the rest of it, they don't care. They know that you're going to take care of them and all the rest of that. So in a sense, Zilvatnya, in a way, is in that particular sense, is America trying to gain, gain Russia or get into Russia because in many ways, that's the last step and their resources. That is the last step for America to hold on to Russia, to at least have some sort of influence in that particular country. And what has happened to, in many ways, our detriment, and into some cases, Putin's credit, that this chase for Sevatnya, if you want to call it in that particular sense, has blinded to a lot of blinded America to a lot of issues within their own sphere of influence, especially with China. They tried to play too cute with China, and it went forceful on Russia. Sevatnya thinking that once they have Sevatnya, they can have China. China will be able to become the breadbasket of the world you know, under the ages of the United States, of course, and the liberals that worked in China via Hong Kong starting from the 1970s. It was the CIA that did not see the connections between 1989 and the fall of the Soviet Union. I mean, the fall of the Berlin Wall to what was going to happen with the Soviet Union two years later. And the Pekka made a mention that they were going to go to war in 1991 
with Rush with the Soviet Union in 91. They were going to have that final battle to gain Slovakia hand. And they were going to free all of it. The nations, the whole lot of it, and they were going to be under that agents of the United States. It did not happen because Russia, the, U, the USSR collapsed. In 91 and the CIA was preparing for war but they did not know that it was going to collapse anyway and ever since then they net there's always a hitch in the way the CIA and other particular agents into um, intelligence agencies there's always the hitch and you begin to see it sometimes with the words a lot of these senators who are connected to the CIA are saying about Russia and all the rest of it. There's a lot, there's this hitch just saying that we never got that chance. We never got that chance. And so, especially with the Steele dossier, and maybe now, I'm not totally sure, and maybe now that this is our chance, we got Russia by the balls. Putin knows about this. And the reason why I say Mr. Pena is not wrong is because aspects of the cryptocurrency technology there, some of it is Russian. Let's not deny that. But as you can understand, technology cannot be fully controlled. And the protocols cannot be fully controlled. So now these cryptocurrencies technologies, Bitcoin in certain ways, and Ethereum in other ways are now being commandeered, but this may be his plan. We don't know. We're gonna to continue to watch this because it's a much darker thing that is coming. It is very possible that could be an attack, but I have the sneaking suspicion that this is related to what is going on with the world event crisis. To the point where I am thinking that everybody's playing off each other in ways that it's going to be destructive to everybody. And it is very possible that the United States could have made a bad bet on these vaccines and basically doesn't have much of anything left to have left especially with the incident that has happened with one of the F-13 35 fighters and who is going to get that machine because if China gets that machine it, it, all shit could break loose real quickly that the reason why they have to do this is because it's partly because of Wagner Dog it's partly because they need to get Savatna it's partly because of they need to flex their muscles. And sadly and unfortunately, one of the things they might be doing, and I and I shit you not on this, I'm it's something that it's going to become a very serious thing. That they are going to start 
supporting people who cannot find work or all these other things, they're going to push them towards, we're going to fight Russia, we're going to fight this, we're going to fight that. And they're going to put them in a situation where they're going to Europe, they got to fight this. They're not coming back to the United States. They may not come back. There was an interesting Twitter post saying that now they went after Afghanistan and lost. They're now going after Russia. The empire is now going after Russia. Once they go after Russia, the gig is up. That's a scary fucking thought. And it's going, it's not going to end the way you think it's going to end. So we're going to continue to watch this particular story, especially with these particular winter games that are coming on. It might happen during, it may happen after. Keep watching the news items concerning Ukraine that actually matter. So we can see what's going on. We'll be back with more of Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back. I was mentioned on a recent episode dealing with gamer gain and other particular things of that nature on break the rules podcast that happened on Thursday. Good shout out to giant Gio that was able to talk about these particular issues that I mentioned on the Twitter posting for guru graphic. I'll mention something about that particular thing in the next minute or so. But I made a state the statement that I made pretty much is saying that Google, that it was trying to destroy the Japanese side of the business and all the rest of it. He didn't really get into too much of the details about it, but it was interesting. A lot of the other comments concerning that they said maybe it's not bad actors there, all the rest of it. But a lot of the things later became oh, they now became a part of the of the intelligentsia, the security apparatus of this country, especially with this particular thing with the world event crisis and the treatments, they started to become part of the of the entertainment business and all those other things because of the rest of it. And also the entertainment business started to change because they were felt frightened on these particular things concerning that. I hope one day I might explain more about this particular thing and other particular things of that nature concerning that industry, if they will allow me to be on that particular show. But we'll see what happens. But that has to be done in a different way, in a different light. And I want to say this, these two announcements, I want to say this because it's a great, it's great news for everyone. And I really think that this will help Beyond This Earth to go into another level. 
the first major announcement is that the ninth service that you can now get beyond this earth is the second big one. It's Stitcher. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm on Stitcher. I promised you I was gonna be on Stitcher. Yes. Yes. We're now on nine services and now on Stitcher. We're now on Stitcher. Starting with this particular episode. That's right, Stitcher. We're on this particular episode, folks. So now I'm on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Republic, Spotify, and now on Stitcher. And I'll make that announcement again at the end of the show. Now on Stitcher, folks. Great news. Best news. Many such news to come. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as you hear this voice right now, because this thing will be uploaded on Saturday and it will be available on Sunday, as soon as you hear this voice, a brand new Twitter handle has been activated. It is the Beyond This Earth Twitter handle. That's right. We have a new Twitter handle for Beyond This Earth. And not only all the people from the other Twitter handle is there, but the podcast, not just from the right, but from the left and the center and some entertainment ones and some other ones will all be on this particular service. So it will take a couple of weeks to do, but by that time, I will be able to be able to talk to people on that particular sense there. And ladies and gentlemen, I will be using the group Gothic one less and using the other one more under Novit Holloway. It will still be the thing concerning beyond this earth, but it will be more Novit Hallback and all the rest of it. That's the other one. So those are the two big announcements that I have to make concerning that. There's one more announcement. Beyond the serve now has a sub stack and the rest of those things and that one as well. I'm also here to tell you that we're rebuilding Garugovic's website and it will be a completely different look, but the logo will not change, but it will be a completely different look. So all of the particular content will be easy and available to show for everyone involved. So not only that Beyond This Earth has a Twitter handle, not only Beyond This Earth is also on Stitcher, it will also have its own page soon. So within a month or so. So I told you this is going to be a big year and it's already starting and great things are happening.
We will be right back after this on Beyond This Earth with the final segment and a lot of interesting space news as well. We'll be back right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. to be on this earth here are the news items that you missed during the week ultra fast grocery delivery services are racking up huge losses as they battle for customers in new york city t-mobile said that it will fire corporate employees who are not vaccinated by april 2nd one better turn a 20 dollars site credit into a near six hundred thousand dollar payout with a long shot parlay on the nfl games that took place on when sunday Redline Meat, Red Reed Fine Meat has raised a $135 million more to keep on 3D pyritine fake meat. Kula Bio, a synthetic fertilizer company, has netted $50 million in venture capital funding to scale up its production of its next gen fertilizer. Roswell Biotech, as long as researchers from several other universities, has said it has developed its first scalable molecular semiconductor. The FAA says it has reached an agreement with Verizon and AT&T about the ongoing 5G airport saga. Google Cloud is building out a blockchain team. Waymo is suing California's Department of Motor Vehicles to keep data about its self-driving cars private. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson apologized over lockdown parties among itself following an investigation into what has become known as the party gate. Johnson said he will make changes to his team and that his leadership squad needs to look to ourselves in the mirror and learn. At least six historically black colleges and universities have received bomb threats yesterday morning. More than 100,000 Americans died from diabetes in 2021, which is about the second straight year deaths from diabetes have hit six figures. Employers who are offering expensive fertility treatments, including egg freezing, in an attempt to attract retained workers in this tight labor market. Tom Brady, who a certain Philadelphian had recently mentioned in this particular news item, officially announced his retirement for the NFL after 22 seasons and seven championship rings. Yes, he added the thing about the Eagles there. So this is a Philadelphia guy doing this news thing. Anyway, Whoopi Goldberg was suspended from The View for two weeks after she said that the Holocaust was not about race. We just mentioned that earlier. The American tribes have reached a $590 million opioid settlements with Johnson & Johnson and three leading drug distributors. Graham Nash and India Ari are also the latest musicians that removed their music from Spotify over his relationship with Joseph Rogan. Home Depot and could send an offer to job candidates within one day and applying as a part of his accelerated hiring process. 
Pinterest has added an augmented reality feature to help users visualize home decor. Meta's shift towards the metaverse has ranked some employees on the social side. Crisis Test Line has ended its data saving partnership with Loris AI, a customer support platform, after criticism for privacy experts, volunteers, and a U.S. senator. Crisis um, Cruise has opened its ride hauling service to San Francisco residents for free for now and has raised another $1.35 billion. SpaceX has rolled out an enterprise focused premium version of Starlink. Ford will reportedly spend up to $20 billion and more on electric vehicles. In addition, the $30 billion is already committed through 2025. The new team name for Washington, D.C., which sounds like a team that is about to get spanked by the Harlem Gold Trotters, we're just going to call them Washington from now on. Four men believed to have sold heroin laced with fentanyl to the actor Michael K. Williams, who died in an overdose last September, were recently arrested. Wormhole protocol that bridges Solana and other blockchains was hacked for around $320 million. It is the second largest hack in decentralized finance DeFi ever. Story of the week, an eight-year-old boy in Ohio Idaho wrote a book and it slipped into his local library. Now there's a 56 person wait list to read it. The leader of the Islamic State died in a raid by U.S. commandos in northern Syria, President Biden said. Abu Ahim Ahalami Akakarahashi exploded a bomb that killed him and members of his family, the U.S. government also stated. NBC Universal has sold out of Super Bowl ads across all platforms. Some companies are paying a record $7 million for a 30-second spot. Good news, skyrocketing used car prices has passed their peak, a new study showed. Hundreds of thousands of customers are without power in the U.S. due to a winter storm that is still ongoing. Anderson Horowitz was reportedly in advanced discussions to buy the startup Board 8 Yacht Club. The valuation up to $5 billion. Riot blockchain reduced energy use by 98% in one of its Texas Bitcoin mine plant, the biggest in the state ahead of a winter storm. Mozilla has shut down its VR browser called Fox Reality, Firefox Reality, which has operated four years and allowed VR users to browse the internet within their headsets. Yuga Labs, the company that made the board out Yacht Club NFT project, is also in talks with Anderson Hollowitz for another $200 million round. The UK's new DARPA-inspired research organization just posted the U.S. DARPA's deputy director. And that is the news that you may have missed, some that you already heard from this week. Space news. The space station is heading towards its final days. It has nine years left in its mission, and it will be discontinued in 2031. There may be a new replacement for the space station, but 
I'm beginning to question, why are we going to get rid of the space station when we're trying to build certain things out from it? I have absolutely no clue. Really, no clue at all. We're supposed to build it out, not destroy it in 2031. Unless they have a new space station project in the wings. See, we got to have space stations here, space stations in the lunar, in, in on the moon, space stations in Mars. We need to start doing that. Speaking of the moon, it turns out that the moon may have more of an effect on the plate tectonics on Earth than we recently expected. Hmm. Really? So the moon also faced the plate tectonics on Earth. Well, we heard it in school, but it is now even more explicit in that particular sense. And that's pretty much most of the space news that have taken place this week. The only major announcement being, yes, the space station is heading towards decommission in 2031. Could be later. Could be It could be much later than that. But we'll see what happens. So most of the announcements that we also stated that, yes, we're working on a new particular website for Beyond This Earth and other particular places. It's going to take a lot longer than I expected, however, because we're not sure if it's going to be WordPress or it's going to be another thing altogether or it's just going to be done by hand with the coding and all the rest of it and seeing how it works and how it doesn't work. It is just going to be a really difficult a couple of months to see if we can get all of this together. I'm thinking that it may be a mixture of both. And I do mean that a mixture because I don't like what I'm seeing from WordPress. I really don't like it. Um, um, something tells me I'm sc I'm scared shitless of what WordPress is becoming. I'm scared shitless. I can do the code, I don't care, but I am just scared shitless of what it's become. There are other technologies right now that I am looking at that may be more advantageous for us, for for guru graphic and other particular things as well. Even to reach to a point where I don't want to turn into some sort of this and the other because it's reaching it, but I'm reaching to a point where other sites have to take over. Other things have to take over, and I just use the um what is it called? The um domain name to redirect to the site that we want to go to the to the place that we want to go this has become what i saw was absolutely unbecoming it's just every fucking time i'm looking for something it's just unbecoming and i'm getting sick of it it's really it, it it really makes me kind of sick about this WordPress thing. WordPress could be a lot better, but they bought Tumblr. They didn't know what to do with Tumblr. 
Tumblr is just boring. If it, it's messed up, it's all these other things. It 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 it's it this it's just it's disgusting. It's somebody that used to work on websites and all the rest of it. Oh my god, it's disgusting. There used to be a time I worked on websites. I worked on H E E on HTML. I know what HTML5 can do. The things that I could do with HTML, if there was HTML5 and no CSS, it, it, it would be a completely different thing. I work like six hours. At least it will be a productive six hours. Get everything ready in six hours. We be done. This is a joke. For real, for real, it's a joke. It's sad. It's just sad. Seriously. But that's some of those announcements. I am working on a date on that space episode, which is going to be really nice. And one of the reasons why we're building that Twitter handle in order to is for those particular sites beyond this earth to have its own thing where we can actually get the people to do the interviews and all the rest of it and do it in a manner that I don't have this time. I don't have certain things on the other site that I want to use in order to make sure we can get this successful. So that's one of the reasons why we had to do beyond this earth on this particular end of the game. And Hopefully we will be able to be successful with that and start doing the interviews and all the rest of it. And I do want to mention this. I hope by the end of next month, and I hope that a lot of it, that a lot of the projects will go from uh, from being in stasis to being activated and being worked on and being something of the nature of this is for real and everything will be in a good place. Next week, the issues concerning with Spotify will continue. More people might leave. Other things will start getting into the nature who will benefit from this exodus? It may be more importantly, Joe Rogan, who might benefit more as things start to get there because they're beginning to see that their heroes are not really their heroes. We're still going to talk about the Ukraine and anything else that also comes in that nature as well. Thank you for listening to episode 13, season 3 of Beyond This Earth. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic. Now on Stitcher. Soon on Clubhouse. Soon on Spotify Green Room. And wherever you get your radio show. This is Novin Hollaback. We will see you next time on Beyond This Earth.
Beyond This Earth is a Gao Gothic production.